What's up, everyone? Icebox Podcast, episode 42. We are back. We had a week off. We were busy. The National came. I had less fun stuff than the National going on. But we are back. We are operating under the conditions of a free Zoom world. We're recording this at like 6.30 in the morning. But we're ready to talk some cards, talk the National. Matt, just got back from AC. What was it, yesterday? Uh, Correct, yep. How was it? Is the big question the question everyone wants to know? Um, it was, it was better than I thought it was going to be. To be honest, Atlantic City, Atlantic City is not my ideal location for that. A lot of people say an AC wasn't it. No, I never left my hotel besides Uber directly to the convention center. That was. Were you? Were you at this Bally's or whatever people talked about like literally all the time on IG? I I was at the Borgata. Oh, okay. I also heard about that one. That's that's where I stayed. And the, I mean the hotel was great. I no complaints about the hotel. But yeah, I had no interest in walking around Atlantic, Atlantic City at all. So not much not much to do outside of the show. Um, unless you like gambling, but I mean, I can't complain about the show itself. The venue, the venue, I can't complain either. I thought it was fine. It, I liked how they organized it really well. Um, Mm. in the past, in the past, I've gotten lost kind of at the national where we're like, you're not really sure like what table numbers you're at and like, you're looking for a table that you visited before to go like circle back and get a card you want mm-hmm. and you like can't find it and stuff. But they had rows of tables and then oh, they had nice. signs above the rows hanging from the ceiling of numbers. So you could like I could find a booth in five minutes. That's pretty awesome. I heard that the room had a uh, actual air conditioning, which sounds like uh, a big time. Yeah, that's huge. It was not not too hot in there at all, which um, Chicago was brutal. The last yeah, time. that's what I had heard. Yeah, because I, I remember in Chicago last time, I had a um, like Icy Ice Card sweatshirt. Yeah, I know you said you wore a sweatshirt and you were like going to die. Yeah, and somebody... I posted it and I was like wearing this to the national. If someone like, if anybody sees me, like say, hi, I want to like meet some people. Mm-hmm. And I got everyone slid up and was like, dude, you cannot wear that. Like you will be dead. Yeah. Like you, you will be sweating the entire time. I was like, Oh, okay. So then I like emergency, like got it like a t-shirt made. Wow. No, this was not the case. You definitely could have worn a sweatshirt in this and, and been fine. It was, it was it was a solid venue. I, I I can't complain about the venue. That's good. I'm I'm operating off of just the world of I we kind of talked about this before that it would just be me with what I've seen on Instagram versus like you who's actually been there. The AC I heard people talk about. I heard people say Atlantic City was a dump. Um, but mm-hmm. the the venue was pretty nice. I'm trying to think of what other big like ideas people said like 10 big things people said like 20 million times about this show i know i know i saw a lot of complaints about um wi-fi oh that's the other one 
You beat me to it. Oh, I'm disappointed. I forgot. I was going to ask, did you buy the Wi-Fi? I did not. You did not. So you were one of those people brokering large deals without paying $80 for the Wi-Fi? To be honest, my phone actually worked really well. Oh, okay. Okay. I I mentioned it's like a self-service bunker, like a big football game where you couldn't use it at all. Yeah, that it, it kind of was like for a lot of people, they couldn't do anything. And for some reason, my phone didn't really have any problems. Like I, it was probably slower than usual, but everything would load fine. Wow. I, which was kind of weird because I had a ton of people like come up to me and be like, hey, can you cop this for me and stuff? Because my wow, you were, you were the elite. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And usually, like just, like personally, my phone is usually like one of the first ones where like I don't have service. Wow. It your like, phone clutched up for the national. It knew. It did. It knew this was its week to show up. Yeah, like when I go to card shows with my dad and my brother, usually I'm walking around with my phone and my dad's phone because mine does not work usually. Oh good. For some reason at the national, it just it was fine. Like like I could comp stuff on all and all this. Wow, stuff. and all is like a more uh, data like intensive website than like a card ladder or something that like comps easier. Right. Yeah, wow. I, I was. I did not have the Wi-Fi problem, but I definitely read a lot about it. Look at you! Any big deals? What do you want to get into with the show? Where do you want? What What are some big topics you want to hit? I was. I want to hear about what you. I know you were involved working for the shop at at the show, correct? Yeah, correct. But I'm curious also, and I know some of that's documented on IG, but I'm so I'm very curious what you personally bought or didn't buy. I don't know. I'm curious if you made any big plays personally or not, because I feel like I didn't see any of that on Instagram. And I've been wondering. Yeah, so the only um I did not get that much time to walk around. Yeah, like just for busy. Myself. Yeah, um, so I only got one card. Wow, um, it it was a big card though. It see, um, I got another one of my favorite card. Um, wait, did you buy that immaculate Brady? Yeah, twenty fourteen immaculate Brady. Um, the sticker auto patch. Yeah, yeah. So you have three of that now. So I have, yeah, I have three now. How do you feel about that uh, BGS eight label? Um, honestly, it does not matter to me. And and you don't care. You don't care about the piece of paper. Uh, no. I so normally what I do, but in person, it honestly looks fine. Like I don't mind it at all. Really? I know. Shocked. Yeah, I actually don't think it looks that bad In, in person. Well, in person is all that really matters. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't I'm not can't complain. Wow. That that is a pretty big card. I yeah. how do you get it? You trade, buy straight up, or just cash or uh half trade, half cash with not uh, bad. M- MC sports cards. Oh, a big dealer. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know what those things run, but I know that that's a big card. That's a huge patch window on that card. Yeah, game used as well. Or yeah, else, very nice. I, I think we're kind of in the same boat here. I obviously would not have 
bought it if it wasn't game used. So yeah, that, I think you kind of bought too. Sadly, it's in that that slab though. You can't be touching the patch as easily. Yeah, you'd have to crack it and destroy the beautiful paper label to uh, touch the patch. I did hear that they might get out of the paper label. Really? Well, the, you, we also saw this like that whole stupid. We were just testing this to see if people liked it. This like slab that looked like a label someone me running an operation out of my garage would make. Yeah, that was rough. It was pretty bad. It looked worse than HGA. Yeah, I walked past their booth and did a double take for sure. I was like, what are we doing? I got I got other questions. Listeners might not care as much as I do, but a couple things. Hockey, Formula One, and then I'm obliged to ask it. Fortnite. Did you see any of the above slash in what quantities? Because I assume you walked around at least for the shop, right? Like maybe you weren't yep. buying for yourself, but like you saw like a decent amount. Yeah, I would say I, I, I saw like 95% of the tables probably. Okay, so what, where are we at on where are we at on those three? I'm curious. Maybe like one or two Fortnite cards. Nice. Um. F1 that a good amount of like not not as much as like a basketball or football but but there but it was decent presence yeah I mean I like there was a couple tables of just F1 okay I mean that's I mean that's a decent amount then yeah so there there was a decent amount I don't I was told that there was an only F1 trade night really what the heck which yeah is is kind of cool I guess. Um, hockey. I mean, there. So I would say there was hockey there, but when there was, it was very high end, like McDavid and stuff. Yeah, that's all that there ever is. That's because that's all that the like high end basketball and football guys care about. Is they only literally only want yeah the McDavid. Yeah, like high end. So they're um. Maybe yeah. a couple of Gretzky rookies floating around, probably. This own that and the high end McDavid's is like all the people want. Right. I mean, because I, I mean, I was looking for Crosby, and there wasn't like any. Just to like send send to you, and nah, I didn't find Dude. any. It's insane, really. How it, it, all these Canadians, they hog it all. They they and they're not down in Atlantic City, I guess. Waiting around yeah. for this Toronto sports card expo. Yeah, there was a couple crazy cards walking around. Yeah, what were the highlights? Um, best card you saw. Well, okay, I don't count the like Mickey Mantle nine five that's like sitting in a display. Yeah, or any of that. I'm talking about like in the wild. The best card. I would in the wild, say the Luca, um, contenders, one of one auto, rookie, what walked up to our table, the optic, no or the paper, just the paper, like that foil. It's got like a little foil to it. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. 
Wow. Yeah, that just walked up to our table. Um, we had a Jordan Fleer PSA 10 walk up to our table. But honestly, those Whoa. are a dime a dozen. Yeah, like, yeah, there's like 300 of those floating around. So it's not like insane, insane. I mean, you know, it, obviously. It was, yeah, it's still very, it's like 180,000 right now. So it's a very expensive card, but still nuts to see. Yeah, I think those were kind of, yeah, definitely two that walked up to our table. The Luca was awesome to see. Did you you guys get at either of them? It's probably yeah. hard. I don't know if you how much you guys are equipped to buy. You know, stuff like that's hard. If something that expensive walks up, guy probably wants strong money for it. You probably you know have finite resources that you don't want to blow on like a questionable deal. Stuff like that probably makes it real hard. Yeah, it, it's um, his asking wasn't too bad in my for opinion. what the Jordan or the Luca? Uh, the Luca. The the Jordan he was pretty much like right at comps. Like there there's comps on that card. It sells. All yeah, the there's time. comps all the time on that card. Yeah, so we had we knew what that was worth. The Luca was tough. So he, uh, I mean, he was asking three hundred. Is it graded? I assume. Yeah, BGS nine. So respectable grade. Three hundred. That's probably like half of what a gold do- a gold prism does. I would say so. I don't know the market on that super well, but yeah, that. I'm not gonna lie. That seems probably pretty fair to me. Yeah. So I don't point. know if I would love. I'm not a buy on Luca at all uh nor have i been for a little bit so that like kind of clouds the judgment but like if you were someone interested in luca it seems like a pretty reasonable price 101 from like a decent set right yeah i mean i think the consensus that like everyone came to was like yeah it's probably worth 300 yeah i i think it could be worth that you don't buy a card for 300 that's maybe worth 300 like you want it to be worth more, you know, like if you're, if you're going to spend that money, the upside on, it's not huge. No, it, there it's... aren't people breaking down everyone's door, asking, where's that contenders one-on-one Luca auto at? Like, I need that. Yeah. I think, I mean, it's a huge investment card for somebody, but yeah, to, to spend $300,000, you need to, you need to be making a good amount on the card. So, yeah, yeah that, that was, I mean, that was a cool card just to see. Um, yeah, I think that was kind of like all that really walked up to us. I mean, there was, so there was like lower stuff that walked up to us. Like, like we had a Mahomes Contenders Auto, uh, PSA 10 walk up. So that's, oh, that's pretty nice. Yeah. Like that's a cool card. We traded for that. Um Oh, and you guys secured it? Yep. That's yep. awesome. Um, traded for it. So that was that was cool. Um I had a couple Brady rookies walk up. Didn't do any deals on them, but they were cool to see. Buy any McDavid? No. I McDavid's really tough. And I and, as far as the shop goes, we don't 
like we don't have some anyone coming into the shop looking yeah. and a ton of money on a McDavid card. But I mean, we don't have anyone coming into the shop even looking for hockey, really. No. So no, because it's not like a hockey place. No, it's not like the Formula One that the people are like everywhere, like kind of dispersed because there's no real like bases of like Formula One. It's just like people across the country who like watch Drive to Survive and then got obsessed or like UFC. It's like just random people throughout. It's like the hockey city focused. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. What was. So what was your impression of how the national went just based on social media like people it, talking it, about the national were all were like saying these trade nights were going down all the time these trade nights were packed people were saying these trade nights were going well um a lot of talk of trade nights not a, i i'll be honest and just so you guys have full transparency only content i i like i said very busy week for me until like Saturday afternoon. Then I was like freed up a little bit. So I've been really busy for like a month, but I listened to the Lucas Tigers LeBron's podcast, listened to a couple other podcasts, YouTube, just kind of watch my Pac-Man cards videos. Didn't watch any of like these like other big influencers. I just saw like the random guys on my stories, you know, saying, yo, pick this up today. Yo, going to trade night. Awesome trade night. People seem to be really big on the trade night. I didn't hear a ton, a ton of people just sharing their thoughts on like how the show itself was going. General consensus seemed to be that it was a little tough to tough to uh, to sell. A lot of people wanting to sell uh, for cash. A lot of people looking to cash out seemed to be a common theme that I was getting. But the trade nights were pretty successful for all. Yeah, I think that's pretty, pretty close to how it was. Um, I don't, I don't, I guess the experience. I think the way it is is that people when they go to these shows, I guess in these conditions, I would be maybe trading. I don't know, because I like to buy cards and then like take some like money from like a, just like a checking account, like pay for it, and then sell cards in the future to like pay it off as opposed to selling all my cards and like hopes of buying something. So I never have like a ton, a ton of cash and I view it as like a trade, but I guess maybe back in the day, people were just pumping in a ton of new money, money that was never in cards before, which is, I I don't think so, so much the case, but I think stuff's starting to get to a really comfortable range uh, on a lot of things. So I hope that people made some big plays. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely seemed uh I think dealers could have crushed at the show from what I heard on IG. Yes, definitely. If you were buying, you could probably have bought a lot of stuff for for a flippable price. Yep. I think a lot of people really just wanted to trade. Yeah, and it seems like people are enjoying trading and just like having fun with it. Like yeah. Atlantic City, it's interesting. Um, it's an interesting environment because you have to be on top of your game. What do you mean? Like, like everybody there is like a hustler. 
And like, if you're underpriced for like a split second, like they're going to catch that and buy it. And, or like, if you like misvalue a card in a trade, like they're going to throw that in and like, like it's a lot of, you oh you think deals were intense? It was like intense deal making. Yeah, kind of like everyone's trying to get one up on somebody. You but know? that but that was the but so the vibe was that like while the market is what it used to be, people are still grinding to like make right. those couple bucks on the cards. Yep, exactly. It's yeah, not like, just like people have settled for the trading as like a fun alternative to like squeezing the profit. Like they're still pushing hard for that. Yeah, like you. That's really interesting because when I see yeah. trade on social media and like I'm not there, I think they're giving up like on the big profits. You know what I mean? Like they've stopped like trying to just really cash out because they realize they can't like they used to. But that's really an interesting take. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of. It's a lot of hustlers there. You got to pay attention. You got to stay on your game. Mm-hmm. Cause you don't want it. You don't want to just do a deal and then realize you lost it bad, like an hour. No, ago. you don't. Speaking of, I may have secured that card from last night. The, um, that auto- PSA. Yeah, the eight PSA eight ten. Oh, that'll be exciting. Yeah, very exciting. The guy I went to sleep before he responded to my offer, and then in the morning he's like, "I'm sorry, uh, I was driving back from AC." And uh, he lives in Toronto. Uh, he's one of the few Canadians who must have uh, snuck a couple hockey cards into Atlantic City. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, that should be very exciting. But I'm viewing that as like a trade type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. We shall see, though. That, that'll that be a huge mail day. I don't know if I want to reveal it yet because it hasn't like actually happened. Yeah, maybe but- next week. But I am I am very excited. Definitely on my mind. Yeah, we we'll talk about it next week for sure. That's that's a cool pickup. Yeah, it is. The big question. Wow, we'll talk about it next week. I'm gonna have to put it on hold. Yeah. Do you rip any boxes while you're in AC? I saw a lot of people actually ripping. People having some fun buying a couple boxes. Our boy Joe's card check killed. I don't know if he only ripped that one box or if he ripped like a couple boxes. But man cleaned house. Did you see his hit? What he hit? Yeah, the is a picket, right? Yeah, the picket one on one. Yeah, um, we we did not rip. Um, we, I don't know that I even saw anybody rip. To be honest, you didn't um, go to the Breakers Pavilion. I walked around there for a little bit, but. That's a waste of time for me. I have no interest in that. That's not. I was hoping to see footage of you screaming like a five-year-old in like a crop top. That's what I was hoping for. But sadly, you didn't want to join the backyard against. Nope. Did not. <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, I don't. I mean, when I got to walk around for myself and for the shop, that that's just not where you go. Like I. There's no, no, I would not go there either. It has yeah, no appeal. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, there was people selling wax. And so the wax that I looked at was crazy high. Really? Well, were you looking at like high, high end wax? Um, 
not like super high end. I mean, I was looking at cases. But, okay, but, but like of like Prism NT Immaculate Flawless. Yeah, like I would look at that kind of stuff, and like it was so overpriced, like just crazy overpriced. Yeah, and I think I, people made it very clear. Uh, cough, cough. Some people come to mind that they wanted to buy obscene amounts of wax that people with high-end wax NT Immaculate Flawless Prism were probably like, cool, now I'm just going to try to charge like a million dollars for my cases because yeah. I know like two or three people want to buy literally millions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah, that that's makes sense. Did you guys, do you guys do well with that? Why do you want to buy it? Um, I mean, wax is just nice because it's kind of one of the things where like you, if you hold it sealed, like it's fine. Like you, it, it usually just goes up. Usually. So, so it's, so yeah, so it's not, it's just not something that we get. And then there's like a ton of pressure, like, Oh, we got to move this fast. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, if it moves, it moves. And if it doesn't like, that's fine. I'm starting to have a new opinion on wax a little bit. I think that that's true for five years. And then I think after five years, you have lost that. Yeah, like it's wax, like it should be fine. Because like if you think about prism and stuff or like prism or NT, really, I don't know if I'd want before 2017. You know, I'm going to give the credit to I think it was a mojo break. If you've ever heard of them interviewing Lil Pullman, who I'll be honest, do not like Lil Pullman. He seems like. A jerk. I'm sorry if I offended anyone who breaks with Lil Pullman. He's very annoying, a very screamy breaker. I am uh, immediately biased against those people, so don't hate me. But it's true. But he made a very insightful point, and he was like, I'm looking to buy Prism NT Immaculate. And he's like, but I don't want anything before 2017. And now he's like, it's just hard to sell. It's hard to fill. He's like, I don't even know if I want 2012 just because it's like tough to break. But like, in my opinion, that 2013 through 2016, I don't know that wax is probably that strong of a price. It makes me wonder if you've got like a little bit of like a shelf life, you know, sure. They're like big product hits, but I don't know if that stuff is like, you know, it makes me wonder in like five years is like this stuff going to be like, you know, the same as like 2015, 2016 NT that like no one's like dying for it unless it happened to be like one huge year. Yeah, no, that's fair. I I think it'll be uh, I think it really depends on the draft class. Like there needs to be someone huge for it to work. Because right. Devin yeah. Booker in twenty fifteen, right. Nikola Jokic is not enough. I don't think to make it like still. I want that NT from twenty fifteen. Yeah, I agree with that. I I think the only. The product that I would be like most confident in would probably be like Burrow Herbert, yeah, or like NT or something like that. Because then you even got like your off chance on like maybe Tua does something, maybe Hertz does something, and I mean, there's great receivers in that product too, which don't matter a ton. But like it adds a little bit of value at least. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Twenty twenty, and with that 
football class, there's just so many products, but NT is definitely desirable. I'm not one to really justify paying the price tags it takes to get like an NT case. I could see how that's really appealing and how people want 2020 cases. Only problem. I hope you are aware of the problem, Mr. Buying big cases. Do you know the main issue? I assume with the 2020, we got 10 minutes left on our recording. We got some Zoom issues. But do you know the big uh, issue with the 2020 NT? Uh, I'm not sure. Big issue. Burrow's a redemption and they're all expired now. Yeah. Yep. I didn't know that. So that kind of does suck. That, yes. Because when, uh, when that redemption date passed, that that hurt the hurt the cases for sure. It probably did, because then you're just like Panini, don't don't screw me over. Which you'll get screwed over by Panini. Oh there's yeah, you not, definitely can. There's not there's not much grace there. I don't think. I don't think so. Well, so guys, we're we're looking. We are. You know, I got kicked off my good old free premium zoom account i'm on a free zoom account right now that has a 40 minute meeting limit we have nine minutes left so with that in mind matt anything you want to you want to get on on today's episode before we uh have to wrap you know before mean free zoom kicks us kicks us out yeah um i think just talking about the national i think it's really it was really interesting just seeing what people thought of it um, I think the national is one of those things where your experience and how much fun you have depends like on you, like the, like these people be like, Oh, it was a trash show. And my response to that would be, yeah, that's your fault. <laughs> like you can, even if you don't do a ton of deals, like I did one deal for myself and like I had a blast like i could have not done any deals and just had so much fun because i would see people that i'd never met before from instagram mm-hmm. like i uh, met a couple people i saw their shirts uh with their instagram on it oh yeah mm-hmm. i know you um like you trade nights like you you can have fun like regardless of deals like if if somebody were to tell me that they didn't have fun i would say that's probably just on them you know, like the national is what you make it kind of. Yeah. Because it can be really tough to make deals in there. Like. Heard the prices were high. I don't know how true that is. The national is a group of probably the most educated people in the hobby Mm -hmm. set up. Like you're not going to get steals. Like these people know what they're doing. That's a really good point. The people who go to the national, it's a big investment and they're not playing around with it. Yeah. Like it's. It really like it's a group of hustlers all in the same building trying to hustle each other. And everybody knows what they're doing. Everybody's trying to win and everyone's trying to make money like this. So, yeah, it's not the same as like a local show where it's like some 70 year old dude. Like, yeah, I pulled these cards out of my basement and it's clean raw and you can buy them or something like it's not. Mm -hmm. It's tough to make deals like these dealers are going to want to come out ahead. And so I think, I think the national just is what you make it. Like there's no, there's no sense in, in complaining about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. I know people always, people always like to complain 
about, oh, the prices were too high. Oh, it was terrible. But I think that's a really good point. And that's something that, you know, I've heard a lot of people say a lot of things about the national. I think that's a really good take that I haven't heard anyone say yet. And it's true more than any other show. It's just, yeah, it's like what I imagine Dallas being just like intense card dealers. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know. Were there a lot of people there that were like just kind of messing around, just like not like big, big baller, like, you know, guys spending, dishing out tons, making big deals. Like, were there just like, were there kids walking around? Genuinely curious. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, really? That's good to see. I'm glad because it's encouraging. Yeah. There were so many kids walking. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, there must have been moving stuff at the low end then. Yeah, and they put on a lot of events. For, for oh, really? Like oh, great. Like, like there's always giveaways. There's always like mm-hmm. different types of events and, and stuff. They they do a good job job with that. You could definitely go to the national um with only a couple bucks and, and still have a good time. And there's there's so many dollar boxes and two dollar boxes, yeah. three dollar boxes. You yeah, there there's a ton of kids there, and I'm sure they had a great time. Man, it sounds like a blast. As we're winding down this episode under five minutes, I want I want to see if you know where's next year's Chicago. Man, it'd be fun to go. You I might should. be able. I think I probably could for like if it's the same time, I could probably go for like the weekend or like Friday in the weekend. Yeah, it would. It would oh, man, be that'd be so fun. I think I probably could. It it would be worth it a hundred percent. I would. It's something that even if you don't, you you would like it. But even I know if, I I know I would like it. Even if you don't like shows and stuff like that, if you're listening, it's just something you got to do once. You know. I really want to go. I I think it would be awesome. Hold me to it. Because I, I, I definitely should have the flexibility to just go over a week, like a Friday and the weekend. Yeah, that would be so fun. I really want to go. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely. I'm definitely going to hold you to that. It would be a great do time. hold me to it. I, I need held to it because <laughs> yeah. I, I want to go and I want to go like to the Chicago is really appealing to me. Yeah, before okay. they go and try to move this stupid show out to like california or something i would be sad so i need to pounce while it's in the neighborhood it sounds like it's just gonna be cleveland sometimes used to yeah chicago cleveland will probably get put back on the schedule and atlantic Cle- City will be cleveland's up. even better for me but uh chicago's not bad either cleveland was amazing i would love cleveland cleveland is two hours away it'd be great yeah cleveland was amazing the national well, in cleveland was so good bring it back to cleveland baby two hours away i I, (laughs) i'm all for it although i will say the chicago setup is pretty nice the like convention center is like across the freeway from the airport and you there's hotels yeah literally connected to the convention center i've driven by there on that i don't know what the name of it is but you know that big freeway that runs like between the airport and like that I've driven past there several times. So like I've seen the setup and it looks pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a great time. They, they do a good job with it. 
So I'm looking forward to the next one and yeah, hold me to it. I want to make it. Yeah. Yeah. That would, that would be awesome. Anyways, I think maybe we want to wrap it there. Episode yeah. 42 in the books. Yeah. Thanks for, uh, thanks for listening. Hopefully everybody, uh, that is listening that went to the national had a good time. And if you didn't make it, try to make it out to the next one. It's, it's definitely, it's definitely worth it. It's a good experience. Yeah. And we will hopefully both see you there. Yeah. Next year. Yep. Catch you guys next week.